And a couple of other issues. First of all is Ryan Park, the Shadow Health Minister, and then Angelo Gavrilatos from the Teachers' Federation. First to Parky. Morning to you, mate. Morning, Marcus. All right. Uh, what on earth is going on at New South Wales Health? Have they been playing favourites? It would appear uh, with St Joseph's, this prestigious Sydney school where 163 of their boarders were given... Uh, Pfizer vaccines ahead of other frontline workers. Uh, the excuse is that there are a number of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander students boarding there, but I don't think there's 160 of them. Well, look, I don't begrudge the school from trying to protect their students, particularly those people who are vulnerable, those students who are vulnerable and who are boarders. But one of the concerns we have at the moment is we have frontline workers, particularly teachers, who are going to go back to work next week who are not vaccinated. And we really need to prioritise the vaccination of our frontline workers, particularly when at the moment we've still got limited supply. And it's why Chris Minns has been advocating for vaccination leave to encourage people to go out and get vaccinated, particularly our frontline workers like our teachers. Yeah, I mean, the Health Minister, Brad Hazard, has described the clamour for Pfizer vaccines as, quote, the Hunger Games. I mean, that's hardly encouraging. Uh, I had my first jab yesterday of Pfizer, and I don't want to be critical of New South Wales Health, but I can understand people being a little frustrated with, you know, uh, alleged cronyism taking place here. Well, the vaccination rollout has been way too slow. We've got less than 10% of the population vaccinated markets compared to overseas where they've got well over 50% in places like the UK and the US. That's way too slow. That's why we've said that there has to be priority given to our frontline workers like our teachers, like our health workers, like our aged care workers because they're in vulnerable settings and we need to make sure they're protected and by protecting them we're protecting other vulnerable people, including right across the board, our community in general. Yeah, look, I know you're obviously not being critical here, but, uh, I mean, I've got a note here. Uh, Marcus, I would like you to ask New South Wales Health, why, as a firefighter, I have to wait two months for my Pfizer at Wollongong Hospital? Uh, Nowhere on the online form was there a box for me to tick emergency service worker. I mean, these are frontline workers who are making contact with my program wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah, they've got every right to be frustrated. It's why we've been advocating to accelerate the vaccination of frontline workers and to encourage the government to adopt that paid vaccination leave so we can get get frontline workers, like our emergency workers, like our teachers, like our aged care workers, vaccinated faster. The reality is they are in a more high-risk setting than a lot of other people. Yep. All right, mate. Good to have you on. I appreciate your time this morning. I know you're very busy. Thanks a lot, Marcus. All right. See you, mate. There he is, Ryan Park, Shadow Health Minister. Angelo Gavrilatos is from the Teachers' Federation. Hello, Angelo. Good morning, Marcus. How are you? Good. I've touched on this story uh, of these exclusive schoolboys getting a, a Pfizer jab ahead of, of other frontline workers, including teachers. Is it something that's concerning to you? It's more than concerning. Uh, when I heard of this yesterday, I was left speechless. I think it's quite outrageous, actually. We've got aged care workers not vaccinated. We've got essential workers, frontline workers not vaccinated. And then we learn uh, of uh, a vaccination rollout to uh, 160 uh, boys at, at an exclusive school. It's quite outrageous. You know, we've been advocating since August of last year for teachers to be uh, prioritised 
that was repeated by the Minister in February and again a, a few weeks ago. Everyone tells us that schools are essential, yet we're, we're not prioritising teachers in a rollout. And here we have, breaking yesterday, 160 uh, secondary school students uh, are getting uh, prioritised. Yeah. Now, there's, got to, there's got to be a system in place. We, you know, it, the pandemic requires us to have confidence in our elected leaders, leaders and our officials. This does not contribute to the confidence that is necessary when we learn of these things. I'm quite outraged by it, quite frankly. Well, I can understand. I mean, it's not really fair. I just read out an email that I received from a frontline worker, a, a fiery from the Illawarra, who says they need to wait up to a month plus to get their it's first not on. Pfizer It's shot. not on. There are, there are clear rules with respect to categories of persons that should be prioritised. Stick to the rules. Stick to the rules, because when you don't, you enrage people and you, you undermine confidence. Mm-hmm. The firefighter you, you're talking about has, is absolutely right and has every reason to feel the way, um, the way he or she does. Yeah. This is unacceptable. All right, we know that uh, obviously the lockdown has been extended now for an extra week in Greater Sydney, the Illawarra Blue Mountains uh, and also on the Central Coast. It means that uh, schools won't be returning as per normal outside of regional areas. Uh, Online learning will be the go-to. Are we ready for this? Is your uh, teachers prepared for this? Has it all been a rush? I don't know. So we learned about this uh, when the general public learned about it, when it started breaking in the news uh, late last night and the further media stories this morning. Um, we have not got details yet. Uh, we're awaiting details and we'll be communicating them as soon as they're available. But what it means, and I've got no reason to believe it's not accurate, what it means is our teachers and principals, as of today, in those impacted areas, those areas that fall within the, the lockdown zone of Greater Sydney, as you've defined it, will now have to start putting in place measures because th- these things just don't happen with a snap of, click of, of one's fingers. We'll have to start putting in measures now. And this is a complex uh, situation. It's complex for teachers and principals, but it's difficult for parents and, and kids as well because we should acknowledge that not all, not all children, the circumstances of all children are not the same and a lot of children, a lot of families don't have the wherewithal uh, to make this happen overnight. So this will, it will certainly impact, but at the end of the day, we must put health and safety first. All right, Angelo, good to talk to you, mate. Thank you for giving us some of your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Talk soon. There he is, Angelo Gavrilatos uh, from the Teachers Federation. Uh, rightly frustrated uh, by what's seen as a little bit of favouritism, cronyism, call it whatever you want, of these uh, exclusive students. Look, the, the arguments and the excuse given by New South Wales Health, while I understand, obviously, that, yes, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders need to be front line of the queue because, uh, obviously, we're told that they are most vulnerable... I mean, but so are healthcare workers. So are other frontline workers. Why is it that an exclusive Sydney boys school is jumped the queue here? It's quite obvious that is exactly what has happened. And people rightly are upset about it. I don't know. I don't know how it's happened. Uh, Obviously, New South Wales Health have apologised. So they've admitted some fault, if you like. But uh, it's quite obvious to me, to be honest, that, you know, perhaps being in the old boys club pays off at St Joey's.
at Hunters Hill. 163 Year 12 students have jumped the queue to get their Pfizer vaccination before people in the general community under 40. It was approved by the New South Wales government where it's clear, (laughs) possibly, that there's been a little bit of favouritism shown. I I can't come up with any other reason for it to be the case. I'm sorry. It is blatant cronyism when you consider it. Uh, Of course, the argument being run by New South Wales Health is that Joey's has a contingency of Aboriginal waters. But data from the school indicates its Aboriginal population proportion is 4%. I don't know how many of them waters, but I would guarantee you 163 are not. Anyway, 13, 12, 69. Look, it all, again, just goes to uh, the... Well, goes to the, the fact that, you know, the rollout of the vaccines, and I don't want to completely blame the New South Wales Health Department. I mean, I had my first Pfizer shot yesterday. I have no problems whatsoever with the way that, you know, I received my vaccination. It was smooth. It was the staff there were extremely helpful. Helpful. It was really, really professionally done. But I don't know. I think... Honestly, we deserve a little better than what we're currently getting, not only here in New South Wales, but across the country. And where is the Prime Minister on all of this? More Pfizer jabs are expected to arrive from September. Well, great. What do we do? Do we remain in lockdown until then, PM? Considering now the biggest city in your country, Sydney, is facing yet another week, another seven days of lockdown. What about the small businesses out there? What about all of those casual part-time workers who, again, after two weeks of no work, are now going to face an extra one week of having to struggle and worry about how they're going to make ends meet? Very, very difficult.